Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, Stargazers. To the lucky die. Previously, Lafian looks at the stars, Rao tries to get a meeting with his boss, Squash shares his knowledge, and Zoltana delegates her responsibility. Worried about her followers, Zoltana asks Damas to answer the prayers on her behalf, giving up some of her power to help him. The rest of the team look at the stars and tries to theorize what the goddess of fate weaving had foretold about their futures. Is Damas up to the task of responding to Zoltana's prayers? What hidden clues are written in the stars? And what will they get Talus for her birthday? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. you plus Ama are kind of sitting in that meditation room um the unofficial official meeting room we're just going to go the official meeting room at this point um the four of you are there uh, sorry the five of you are there and Talis has basically just left uh, after excitedly announcing that it's her birthday and that she's having a party later today um what do the four of you want to do well <clears throat> I think we should start by letting the people, the Luxodon and the Orc Lady, know that we're not coming back and that they need to deliver a message to the boat for us. 25 words. Go ahead, Aethor. You got this. You have to end with I love you. Do I have to mean it? Because then I have to send it to the Luxodon Lady and she's not going to deliver the message. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably forget about it. Um, no, elephants remember forever. Not this one. <laughs> so what uh, What message would you like to give? Found another way out. Need you to inform the boat. And then I've got 15 words left. So uh-huh. uh, I, I can basically wing it at this point. That we won't return. You can take the boat if you want. Who are you sending this to? The orc lady, uh, whose name is... Nope, I wrote her down as Orc in Gyata, so... Urag. <laughs> Urag. Urag. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you have two words left. Love you. Perfect. Uh, no, good, love good one. squash. So they at least know who it's from. I'm just going to put from squash. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, you pull out the scroll. Mm-hmm. And you make the hand motions, you say what you need to say, and you feel that connection, that momentary, like, blip, um, with Urog. Now, if I remember sending correctly, I think she can reply. Mm-hmm. I had it open here a second ago. Yep, she can answer in a like manner immediately. Uh, the message you get back is, um, will do, we're leaving now, be safe, Urog. I love you. No, stop it. No. What? <laughs> I thought you guys were all into this. Why am I the one into this now? <laughs> I was never into anything of the sort. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Looks at nails. <laughs> oh, I need to have those trimmed. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah, so Squash, you get the message back that Urog has understood and that they are, in fact, going to leave. 
Uh, 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 they're gonna take the boat back. I think Uruk and her grandma, mother, are gonna Mom. come back uh, here, or at least close to here. No, they're gonna go to Demaris, aren't they? They'll they'll hitch a ride. I'm sure to get here. Well, once they're outside the range of um, Gieta, they should be able to teleport, regardless. Uh, could I copy a spell that I cast from a scroll? Uh, you could. Um, but the same way that you would like, yeah, yes, you could. Well, guess what I just learned. It's basically the same as looking at somebody else casting a spell, except you followed the recipe um, rather than watching someone do it. You learned it from a book instead of watching YouTube. Um, that's kind of the All difference right. here. Uh, yeah, and then I think I'm going to send a quick sending message to... Um... Dachin, what's up, fucker? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Break through the bubble. No, don't do that. <laughs> the captain, letting them know somebody's arriving that we're sending. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure sending does transcend language barriers. I believe it does, as long as they can understand, yeah. Um, I want to send a message to the captain, just letting the captain know that um, we're sending over an orc and a loxodon and maybe two people extra, not sure. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's two sick dragonborns. Correct. <laughs> uh okay. Uh maybe two people extra. The you get a response from the captain that basically says message received, they'll do whatever they were asked. Um and then they'll return back to Damaris when they're done. Like All right. they you have you have the idea that they're turning the ship around and they're heading back towards the guitar proper. So okay. All right, cool beans. Um, that's your two messages sent received. Um, you are down a third level spell slot because mm-hmm. I believe that's sending. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Um, the captains is aware that they're on their way, so I think we're good. Well, that much is covered then. At least that should be good. Um. So, have we decided which task we're going to start with? That depends on if we want to do the hardest slash furthest, or if we want to do the closer one. I'm sorry, I don't think it's obvious which one is the hardest slash furthest, because there are different planes of existence. Yeah. Uh, What do you think, Elafian? So, the way I'm thinking is that there's... The closest one, technically speaking, is most likely the one that's in Bellum. Because there's no physical area that we need to go to to get there. We don't know quite enough about yours, Squash, except that it's somewhere in the stalking. That might be close. It might not be. I don't know. We don't have enough information yet. Mine requires us to go back to Belagbud and then have to go to Cicero from there. And then Zoltana, yours is just all the way across the fucking world. It just, just flat out, just, it, it's very far away. Yeah, maybe mine's it, the, uh, the last one we do. I mean, it, it, we <laughs> if could... you imagine, like, because we know that Bikron is a, if you stuck a pin through uh, Falsum, like 100% through the surf, uh, uh, the very center and out the other end, that is probably exactly where the uh, Waste of Tusirimu are. are. Are you telling me that Falsum is directly on the equator of Bekron? Are we on, are we on no, the it's a li- it's a li- it's 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 like just I think a little bit above, a little bit below. I think I'm it's, I'm not buying this round Bikron that you're selling me. It's <laughs> we all know that well, Bikron is flat. If I stick a pin through Falsum, you're just go going to go empty space. You're not going to come mean? out in Bikron. That makes no sense. Yeah, me. if you stuck a pin through, it would just come out in space because Bikron is flat. Out of the we bottom. all are aware of that. We all know it. <laughs> I've played Minecraft. I know that once you hit bedrock, there's nothing underneath it. <sighs> I'm sorry. Babe, this is never going to end because it always kills you. <laughs> the day you stop finding this funny is the day we stop. <laughs> so never. Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, we have... Yeah, so it's basically... Yeah, it's on the other side of the world. We have no uh, way to get to Kino, do we? Um, yes and no. 
I mean, we know people. We know a lot of people, yeah. Uh, but do... Well, I, I distinctly recall Kaithia mentioning um, at some point uh, being able to travel back and forth between here and there with a bit more ease. Oh. Correct. Uh, she and the book had exchanged, like, exchanged runes, uh, one here in Falsum and one back in um, Kino. Okay. That being said, I still am not sure how we're going to handle that one, being that... Um, so people here seem to be handling the breach of the treaties very in stride. Um, I'm not sure how they're handling it over there. And there's also the language barrier. We can kind of sort of breach that. That That's not entirely out of the realm of doing. Um, the problem is just if they're not fans of us like we're trying to be of them, it might be a bit of an issue. I I don't want to go into another prison. I really... I think that most of the acceptance here is because the army from Savras revealed itself when they went to close the portal and the undead orcs were attacking. It's friendship formed through war. Uh, it's a little bit more accepting, so I've seen. It's true. I don't know how they'll handle us over there. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we, if we do your thing, which is what well, we have the most information uh, right now, uh, um, but we, we do have until Talos' birthday to gather more information. If we go with your thing, we have to go to Balakboot, and if I understand correctly, we have to contact Demi? We... We would basically need to go to Belagbud and we would need somebody who has planar shifting abilities to send us to Cicero, yes. Not strictly Demi, it just so happens that Demi is our best choice. Also, she knows everything that you are doing without... Getting a migraine. Uh, yes. Uh, getting other people involved, the more people who know more of what you're doing, the bigger the risk becomes. We know that Daechin is still in his bubble, but there are other people working for him, right? Right. Um, there is one teensy concern that I do have, though. Um, there's the whole thing of I'm terrified of the idea of bringing Demi, who is currently channeling the one deity that fucking hates elves to the capital city of the elves. Just going to lay that out there. Side note, Demi was actually summoned to Belagbood, and that's how you got away after you defeated your aunt. No, I know. I know. That was before she wholly gave herself over to this whole thing. Demi was more of herself then. <laughs> Half orc, but more. <laughs> my my point More stands. god orc. <laughs> I think that's a valid do concern. You have, do you have a way to contact her? Like, just summon her exactly when you need her and then, you know, leave? <laughs> Apparently we do now. Stares at Twash. What? Oh. You literally just con contacted the captain, so... Uh, yeah, it's a good point. I guess I can if she's on this plane, which is not necessarily true, but a good assumption. If she's on a different plane, it might reach her. Oh, okay. Sendings have a chance of failing, but it can work. Well, I, I could potentially reach out to her. And uh, Squash, it's very important you understand. We only have a certain amount of minutes on our plan. You can't waste them. No, 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 you hang up first. None of that. Perhaps maybe you should just ask her. Ask Demi? Yeah. And like, like, Aim is like leaning into Ral a little bit, staring at Squash. Like, <laughs> you could just send her a message and just ask her, you know, like, hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, do you want to go to the elven capital with us? You know, for old time's sake. I'm pretty sure yeah. she's very busy right now. I wouldn't want to bother her, like, randomly beforehand. Like, uh... Either way, we'll need to get to Bergbud and uh, 
we'll figure things out. Maybe um maybe Donna might be able to do it instead. Yeah, let's check out Donna. I think Donna should be on her way here at some point soon. She is, yeah. Emil went to go get her. Because we uh, need a little bit of information on yours, Squash. I can probably get one of us to there. To uh, where? Ross, Ross kind of looking at Squash. To where? To, I could, to where? I could probably put you in the stalking and the inspector could put you somewhere. Now, Ral, I've I've seen you play. Yeah, then with he could he could uh, your your spectre friend could just put you in the they you could put, put him in somewhere. the stock, and then your spectre friend could put him right next to Demi. That would work, right? Maybe. Why am I going next to Demi? What what are you? <laughs> because then you can ask her to help out. You can have a bit more of a conversation rather than twenty five words there and back. Oh, we just went in different directions. Then I'm okay. I could teleport you. Uh, you can teleport me. No, when did this happen? Can. Maybe. No, Ral, you can't. You're 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 god of the stalking. Said small things. Squash is not a thing. He is a person. He is small. <laughs> Are you telling me that Squash is a spoon? Um, Big spoon or little spoon? He He's definitely is, little spoon. <laughs> okay, enough. Is small. <laughs> I mean, I can I can shove you in the bag of holding, Squash. You've got about ten minutes of air. I will not be objectified like this by, by you guys. Stop it. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I don't think you can put me in the stocking. Like, I, I think I've seen you put like little pebbles and coins in there. Like, you've been doing something weird, and I'm pretty sure it's not sleight of hand. I would have picked up on that. Uh, you've been doing weird shit with rocks and uh, coins, and I don't think you can do it to me. I can send me to the stocking. I can send small things to the stocking. I could try it out on something your size and see. Okay. You could, uh, if you could practice with me. Uh, Emma, maybe let's not throw you back into the realms of death. Yeah. But, but that's beside the point. Why are you assuming Demi's going to be in the stocking? No, the specter could take you from the stocking and put you where you need to go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Missed that step. You're just going to make this this poor Spectre just get all sorts of promotions. Fired! It's not going to they get, get promoted. What happens Spectres when they get fired, Ralph? Spectres take people around all the time. To, not, yeah, but not back to the physical love, plane. Ralph, no, that's love, not... They take you to Cicero or, or Bellum or... Uh, that's not exactly true. No, I think Ralph, I've been like... You're sweetie, uh, you're, you're, you're a little bit different to the rest of us. You have a friendship with them. And, you know, you're going to be... Uh, friendship? You're going to be one of them when you die. So I, I think it is a little different for you, my love. Okay. Then both of us go. I can get to the stalking, and Squash can get to the stalking, and I can take him. Uh, at this time, thankfully, plot arrives. Um, you hear a plot. little... T- Little, a little, a little tap on the door, and you just hear, "You right, my lovelies." Hello there. Been a little bit. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Been a little bit up and down. Bit of this, a bit of that. Uh, you know, end of the world and all that, of course. Right. Uh, it's been a little bit up and down. Uh, yeah, horrible apocalypse, world ending things, but <laughs> my. My grandson was born a couple of days ago, so... Oh, congrats. I don't know. Thank you very much. Um, apparently, you want to know... I'm not allowed to really ask questions. I can only really answer them, apparently, according to Mr. Scott. And, like, she closes the door and, like, sits down at the end of the table. I mean, you can ask questions. We just can't promise that he we'll t- be able to give you an answer. Yeah, he, he told me it's better if I just don't ask, because then I don't get any information I'm not supposed to have. I mean, I already... I mean, you do have a bunch of information I'm not supposed to have, but uh, the less people look at me, the better. Uh, said you wanted to know something about an hourglass? Uh, yeah. So, would you know what a hourglass of Bikron is? Oh, blimey, that takes me back to my childhood days. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I kind of do. Uh, so... Like everybody's supposed to have like this 
you know, this idea that everybody has like an, uh, a set amount of time on this and, and Bikran, that everyone has an hourglass. Um, Ross rolls his eyes while looking is- at Raul. <laughs> Raul is looking at Ama like, <laughs> we're going to discuss this later. <laughs> Your hourglass, is, if it spins anymore. Yours is looking pretty iffy, love. <laughs> Uh, whereas like every person has one apparently the world has one too um pretty big filled with different colored sands to represent you know all the different variety of life here in Bikran and that when the last of the sand drops down uh, the world will break and shatter uh, okay and uh is that just a myth or is it something that exists and what, uh, are we going to take sand out of the top or the bottom? Because if bottom. you take it out of the top, you steal from the. Yeah. How, hmm. Go, you're going. You're going to steal from. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily advise that. Um, the, the the tales that my mother told me on her knee is uh, there's uh, there's things that protect the hourglass. You know, because nobody wants the hourglass a bit run to accidentally be broken that would be the worst so it's protected by all sorts of things in the stocking uh pixies of fate weaving ixnar surprise that kind of thing uh pretty pretty nasty buggers if you ask me um and it's also you know under the watchful eye of the timekeeper uh, the what what's that uh the timekeeper is a person that's... See, there used to be a, a goddess of time, but she kind of disappeared. And someone still has to look after time, so there's usually like a, a parent or a father or a mother of time, and that's just referred to as the timekeeper. And whoever protects the hourglass, whoever, in this case, if you steal from it, you kind of become it. I'm sorry, you steal from it, you become what? Timekeeper? <laughs> she just kind of looks at you like she's already said this. <laughs> it's, it's sounding like I might need to stay out of this one for my <laughs> job. Conflict of interest. <laughs> I might get in trouble for this one. <laughs> You'll Wrong, definitely you're get in trouble. If you steal from the hourglass of Bikram, my friend. <laughs> I've already been yelled at first of hourglass related things. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be the first specter fired on day one. <laughs> why? Like a miracle is just going like why? Whenever there's a hourglass related shenanigans, is it you for? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, okay. Um, the I guess I have a couple of questions, and uh, you're allowed to say. I don't know, or I don't want to tell you. But <laughs> if I don't know, my lovely, I'm not going to be able to tell you. Um. So about soul fire, right? She gets this very like uncomfortable look on her face. I've heard on the grapevine that you've considered or studied an idea of nullifying or keeping it off you. It's something I've looked at. I think we might need to study that idea a little bit closer. Um, I've looked at it, but there's really not a lot on some fire. The people that know it can cast it. I can't cast it. I don't have that kind of malice in me. But the people that can cast it, they don't either survive long enough to talk about it or they just don't teach it. And with good reason. Exactly. I know that Emil can, and I know that Demi can, but none of them are willing to talk about how to cast it or nothing. Well. And since I don't really know how to cast it, I don't really know how to stop it. I've I've looked. Let me have a, come, a talk with Emil. This might be very important. And right. soul fire's out there, but there's no way to defend against it. It might be worth 
consider breaking the seal on that forbidden magic for the idea or purpose of studying to stop it. The genie's already out of the bottle. There's no putting it back. Now it's just about damage control. Take a persuasion roll. No, squash is better, those. Should have just lied. Unless someone, unless, unless someone wants to chime in with something. Please, guys. Just make a persuasion roll. <laughs> I mean, right. I don't know if it helps or not, but we do know a little bit at least. If you can come up with a way to incorporate hugging into your spell work that would start uh, soul fire, that's... No, that's a thing! <laughs> All right, yeah, no, I forgot about the embrace. Don't give me shit when I'm talking about real stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that that was a real thing. You know that really big plot drop I gave you, Athos, you were passing, like, yeah, there was, like a bunch of people jumping on the soul fire and then you had a whole conversation with the it's, partners. It sounded like it was referencing Ral's hugs. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fucking deepest lore, yeah. Ral knows how to stop In that dr- case, soul fire. He just I've, I've stayed out of this uh, pretty uh, well <laughs> up to now. Part of the somatic <laughs> casting of the spell clearly needs to be hugging. And I can't uh, believe I'm saying that. Right. If you if you say that, then I will allow a persuasion. That is exactly what I've ahead. said. All right. I will allow an advantage. I'm sorry. All right. Rolling persuasion with advantage. can't believe I'm in... Co- I'm <laughs> hey, it's a 14. Sometimes. That's a solid roll on my behalf. <laughs> is it? Yeah, that's a, it's a 14 on the dice. <laughs> God fucking did oh. it. Yeah, Squash was oh. <laughs> never ever supposed to try to persuade anybody. If you guys remember when you met Squash yeah, for the first time, you were not supposed to buy anything. You were supposed to like him. <laughs> um, she looks at the pair of you and she's like, I've... I'll try and look into it. I'll see if I can convince Emil. I'm not uh, kidding, by the way. The hugging thing is real. It, I, I can't tell you how or why. It's a thing. Squash like wiggles his head a little bit, and there's like, it's not wrong. Okay, I feel like I'm a little bit confused. Is there anything else you want to know? I'm more of a lore person. Do you know Elvish lore? Uh, I I know a little bit, eh? I don't suppose you happen to know uh, much about my great, 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 great grandfather. Uh, you know, oh, oh, is Siltar related? Is Siltar? Is Siltar? You know, my my ancestor. I think I'm remembering, and she, you can see that she's drawing the shape of the kind of the sigil of that family of like the um the crescent moon inside um inside a crown. Like you can see that she's like drawing that with her fingers. You see faint outlines of magic as she's drawing it. It's like, I think, right? Yeah, he was like one of the very first uh, kings of the elves, like way way back in the day, way before we started using the, well, well before the reset of the timeline. I'm sorry, what? When we turned to zero, when the lich dragon died. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. I, I think he came way before that. There's not much known about him, really, other than rumors say he's either buried deep in Dusk Plateau or he's somewhere in the Belegbud. We don't really know much about him. Not a whole lot on personality. Um, if he was a fan of tra- booby traps or anything of the sort. Let me think. Right, yeah. No, no, that that doesn't make... He liked puzzles. Oh, And he God. liked teaching through puzzles. Yeah, of that course. Sounds, sounds like dear old great-great-great-great-grandfather. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Thank, I, I, I needed that reinforcing of how fucked I am. I, okay. don't f- I, I feel like I've delivered good information, but I feel like it's bad news. I don't know what would make you think that, other than the, the look that... on my face right now. Yeah, you are like a little bit uncomfortable. Well, you know, it's not every day you go visit a deceased ancestor or anything like that. It's fine. Right, right. And hmm. the, that that dragon, was that like the last one that you'd heard of for a long time? Or had you heard anything about Wu Runway? Uh, 
The only dragon I know of is the the Draco that you died, uh, Ice Queen. That was 5,000 years before. I don't think there were dragons. Sorry. Okay. Are, are, we, are, we, are we not allowed to talk about that one? You are allowed to talk about that dragon if you want to. You could try and test the waters, but... Is there anything else I can help you with? Hmm. Got information on that one. On that one. Don't know fuck all about yours. There's no way in hell you know much about Kino stuff. Uh, no? I think that's about it. Unless you'd like to read a book with me, I need to do some studying. Uh, I, I'm always up for studying. Great. I always like having someone else to help me learn. Uh, well, um, I am a little bit busy for the rest of the day. I may manage to catch me at a good spot, so maybe catch up later today or tomorrow. Uh, are you all going to Taylor's party later? Yes. I don't think we have a choice. We don't have a You're present. You're right, she's a... We should fix it. You that. don't have a... I think she would like it if you could get her something, yeah. I think she's... Emma's I think good she's dealing with this being presents. 18 years old a lot more patiently than I would have done. But I think she would appreciate it. Something. I'm still terrified of the concept of her tinkering with people aging. It's... It's concerning. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit concerning. But Emma seems to be teaching her good and control and Mr. Carson seems to be taking a shine to her. Well, you know, maybe we should go to Bell and we'll get her the Sword of the Black Knight. Maybe she'll like that. She can age people even more than... No, I'm... This is... No, please don't. No. That sounds terrible, whatever that is. There's just no... Oh, you never heard the story. We were So we were in Chatbox and there was this Black okay, Knight that I came. Okay, I'm going to leave now. I don't need to hear this. Oh, I'm a sword. I mind controlled him. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, Dana gets up and leaves. Um, <laughs> but you're not incorrect. You did see her with that sword. Wait, what? Aima. <laughs> he did oh, see Aima with yeah, oh. uh, the Black Knight sword. No, I thought you I thought you meant Taylor. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? Why has Taylor's got a sword? <laughs> Why does she have that sword? Who gave our child a sword? A sword. And how can I thank them and no. uh, help them? <laughs> I, time to teach Taylor how to use a sword. I don't mind if she has a sword. <laughs> what have you got there? A sword. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking sword of the Black Knight, and Taylor's just running around. Oh, um, no. Clearly, oh, no. somehow I've got to get that sword to her when she's actually old enough to be responsible with it. <laughs> anyway, oh fuck. Um, okay, I need to do some studying. Um. I'm thinking for Taylor's birthday gift, I, I may give her one of the two uh, not death coins, the anti death coins that I have. I'm going to be you honest. Have an uh, of the people, coin? what? You have an anti death coin. I have two. I was planning on keeping one for myself and one for making sure that the precious child does not perish. You, you I'm not going to lie. You see a slight flicker of disappointment on Amos' face. <laughs> Listen, you had says, your one. Okay. You had your one. That was it. Yes, please keep reminding me that I died a horrible death. Thank you for that. We eventually... She is smiling. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. We helped. We will see. Can I ask you something? Ask is who? it true that we own all of you? Is it true that we only have 48 days? What you told Emil when you came in? <laughs> Laughing is staring at Rawl. That's the smaller of the two numbers. It just means that's when we have to fight, right? Remember when I always have to schedule fights and you get really scared? I know. Okay. Okay, how how sure are you on the 48 days being the smallest map before we have to schedule this fight? This is what Spectre told me. He can read them better than I can. Okay. Okay, then I have to go do something. I, hold on. 
I just want to talk before you go. Are you going to kill Bogram? If so, can I watch? No, I am not. I have not decided. No, I am not going to kill Bogram. Is that going to happen later? Rawl's going to try something <laughs> before he talks oh, with no. Emma because he has an okay. idea now. Okay. I have nothing but fear and anticipation in my heart. Go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. Do, Everyone lay back. I have. Bring it. I one, okay. Well, once more. One more again. One more time. I got one Second more hourglass to look first. for. Oh no! Can I look for an hourglass? V? <laughs> Yes, okay. uh, there are some that you don't have access to because um, um, the deity of death is holding them, yeah. but there are others that you can look at. Yes. Um, I want to look at an hourglass and I want to even use key points and resources to be able to ensure that this works somehow. Rawl's going to try very mm-hmm. hard on this one. I want to go see Bogram's hourglass. <laughs> Because the family and friends once were taken, mm-hmm. Bogram's not family Bogram or friend. Bogram is not a friend. <laughs> <laughs> he lost that privilege. I want to see. I want to see if Miracle left me a little, a little treat. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me a second. Okay. Also, I don't have an exact death of Bogram written down, FYI. That's it's okay. Just, I, don't wanna, I don't want to read it. I'm going to take it. You're going to take his hourglass. Oh. You want yeah. to steal from death. Hang on, hang on. I'm, there no, is no, a person no, no, no. whose no, sole job is to look up. No, no, no. Yes, and that's what I'm doing. Looking after the hourglass. I don't have foul intent with it. I'm not going to do anything wrong with it. What's weird? A specter with an hourglass? That's me. That's BB. This is not abnormal. <laughs> no cause for alarm at all. And also, we have to see if we can even remove our glassy sand from the stocking without mm-hmm. any crazy side effects before we steal from the big one, V. So this is a well, test. Well, at the moment, what you are trying to do <laughs> is you are trying to reach into the stalking whilst on the physical plane and take an hourglass from the stalking. It's not the same as being on the stalking, taking something there and then bringing it back with you. They are subtly different. Um I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this in a way that may make this idea seem ridiculous. Um, this team is contemplating not only stealing sand from the hourglass of Bikron, which, by the way, is probably the purview of the deity of death, and stealing an hourglass from the deity of death. Not, Are you entirely not, sure this is what you want to do? Not stealing an hourglass. I'm a spectre. <laughs> Looking after it. <laughs> You're not a spectre yet, okay? You'll forget you're not a king yet, you're not a goddess yet, and you're not a spectre yet. <laughs> or or a timekeeper yet, depending on who steals shit. Um, okay, all right. Um, first of all, I'm going to need you to have a look at the hourglass. You need to see it before you can try and steal it. <laughs> we need to see if we can get it out without having to worry about... The sand. All right, let me bring up. Let me bring up the the Raul tries to do stupid shit at me. List. Neil, you're gonna get Raul killed by Pixies of Fate weaving. Oh, the rest of us are gonna be fine. Nah. All right. Uh, first of all, I need you to take a perception check. You have told me he is not a friend. Therefore, finding his hourglass is more difficult. Oh, but I'm familiar with it. It's like. No. It doesn't matter. He's not a friend. Specifically, it says in here, friends, and then not friends. <laughs> That's what I have down in my like DC checklist of yes, stuff. Yes, but he's not a friend. We still have history. I still know him well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it? Okay, then I will half a, a difference. What was the role? Perception, please. Uh, 22. A 22. That's a 19 on the die. Na, 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 19. Damn. Um, you focus on trying to see Bogram's hourglass. You can see it as if it was kind of like an illusion, like a haze cast just in front of your eyes. 
you see it's just made of like this bronze material um, has like overly large uh, screws in it holding the glass and the pieces together you can see the sand inside of it is a kind of like this darkish reddish colour it is probably about a fifth in the top part of the hourglass and about four fifths in the bottom he's a good portion through his knife you do know he's a bit older Okay. God damn it. Raw but does it want is not, it. He, I'm afraid. He wants to take it. He wants to try. You can try, but I'm going to be at disadvantage because it is just like an illusion before your eyes. That's fine. I don't <laughs> like necessarily a expect him to be successful at this. <laughs> this isn't no. this isn't even the worst idea that Raw's gonna have today. Um knee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> The problem is, like, you're not even, like, fucking over yourself nearly as much as Squash. Because this is Squash's task at the end. <sighs> yeah, but I have a Slight of hand, please, Neil. <laughs> yeah, he has a little bit of an easier access to the stalking, but, like, grabbing something from the stalking is way harder than being on the stalking and taking it with you. And if I'm going to test anyone's sandy stuff on this plane, <laughs> it's going to be Bogram's. <laughs> So test, <laughs> Fuck t- that guy. test, you know, test. What is the role to do the test? <laughs> Slight of hand, Neil. Okay. With disadvantage, it's a 16. Jesus. Your hand passes through it like it's an <sighs> illusion. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, bud. I like, I like, I love and hate where this is going, but uh, alas, no. If there isn't anything, I. If there's nothing for me to do right now, can I just meet you at the party later? I have to go and. I have to go to get things ready. I have to leave tomorrow if we only have this amount of time. What? What are you doing? Emma, your hourglasses. My hourglasses, what? It doesn't know up from down, Ama. <laughs> I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. I... <laughs> there are things that you have to do to save all of us, right? Well, there are things that I have to do to save me and you and other people I care about. And do you want to prove of it? And if what? my hourglass is the wrong way or spinning or if it is cracked and broken, that's... I wouldn't be surprised if all of them do that now. And what do you I, do I when he helps you with all this? Do you thank him? Is this what we're doing now, Ama? No. Do we intend to forgive him? What are you doing? I just want to I know intend... what I... You won't like it, my love. But Bogrim is going to help me. You think? I don't believe he is actually going to hurt me again. I don't forgive him. I won't forget. But I actually do need him. To do what I need to do to make me happy. I could help you forget. If I got Spectre to show me how to forget, and then I could forget (laughs) for a while, and then I could take your memories from you, and then I could... I don't want you to take my memories. It is something for us, but I need to see if it is even possible first. Okay. Please just trust me. I will tell you all about it if I know if I can make it work or not, okay? Okay, fine. Just be careful. And while clearly not happy and clearly, like, bleeding a bit, it, like, just takes a step back and looks down. He's not having an easy time. She, like, reaches over and gives him, like, a really big hug. And she says, I will be careful, I promise. You be careful, too. I don't want to see you in Bellum again, Ama. I promise you I will not be going to Bellum. If I die, can we meet in Cicero? Don't fucking die. 
not today. I'm- and she kind of like gives him like a little kiss on the side. She's like, definitely not today. We have a party to go to and she will be very unhappy if her uncle Ral isn't there. I need to talk with Boker. Just give me a minute. Uh, I'll, I'll send him down to meet with you when I see him. Okay. I guess I will see you for later. And with that, she kind of just like slips out of the room. Okay. I'll be here if y'all need me. What do the four of you want to do? Um, I know that Squash was going to go find Emil. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Raw uh, will let you go do that. Uh, Emil is on my list too. <laughs> um, on your list? <laughs> on my list. I, I have a feeling like, at this point, the four of you are sitting around a table and you bring guests in one at a time <laughs> yeah. just to talk with y'all. <laughs> um, but in the time that uh, Squash is going to do that. Rawl's going to uh, uh, peep in and uh, say hello to all the dragonborn there because he wants them to feel comfortable and like there is someone looking out for them. Okay. Aww. Um Yeah, most of them are in the barracks. Um, as you go to the barracks, you can see that it has shrunk in size again from what it was like at its, at its height when pretty much everyone was down here. It's gotten much smaller and you can see there are a lot more dragonborn here. You can see a lot of like damage to the surrounding walls and the floor. Um, they seem to be talking to one another and the, the general atmosphere in here is it's quite calm. People are trying to stay calm. You see a lot of people attempting to meditate in the very same way that you did when you were younger, when Ama was helping you through it. Um, you see a lot of them just like helping out and chatting. And when they see you, they, they recognize who you are. Um, and a lot of them just come up and thank you. And yeah, it's a lot of that talking through similar things with you. Um, there is definitely a kinship here with them. But they seem to be being treated fairly well and looking after each other. And some of them mentioned that a few of their numbers have gone to places um, nearby, which uh, habitats, no habitats, environments which are a little bit better for them, like a colder place for the hot ones, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, um, yeah they're being looked after best they can. Raw reiterates that he's very happy with this and make sure that they know to... Uh, he makes sure that they know to like talk to the people if they need anything around here mm-hmm. and that the people around here are more helpful than the people around, you know, that they're used to. <laughs> um, so if they need anything, they should, you know, definitely seek help. Um, mm-hmm. And he asks them all to write down to give them something to do and to think about that's positive and productive he asked them to write down uh, what they want to do, like what they want to do with their life after. After the sickness. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Um, and, you know, I love it. Sees if they get him back anything um, because he intends to help them all with whatever they all write down. Take a point of inspiration now. Oh, thanks, V. It's adorable. Sultana. Is there anything or anyone you want to talk to right now or anything you want to study or et cetera, et cetera? I'm going to read my book. Yeah, you can definitely read the book on speeches. Um, It essentially talks you through how to construct um, a speech, what like the flow of it is. Like this is like the, I don't know if anyone's had any presentation training, but it's say what you're going to say, say it and then say what you said. Like there's a lot of these kind of things in this book um, and it is definitely helping. I'm going to ask you, are you intending to read this until later on today? Um, are you going to be reading through this like periodically a little bit at a time? Um, I just want to get a feel on how you do this, and that would depend on what bonus you get out of this right now. Um, I feel like I feel like she's going to get into like a um, like a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like end up reading it until she gets called later. Okay. Um, am I also right in thinking that Laffin is reading, um, he's studying something? You said he had a book you wanted to read? Yeah, because he has the, uh, the the book of true names, and being that we're getting closer to the, you know, the thing where those might come in mm-hmm. handy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, that's perfect. Uh, so, like, if you two are kind of studying together, that will definitely help ease things along. <laughs> you know, if, like, you're in a library and there's a person next to you also reading, like, it I, is... I imagine it's, it's like, like, like reading the book and then at some point he just kind of looks up and sees Zoltana's also, like, nose deep in a book and kind of has, like, that, okay, I approve of this. All right. And then goes back to the book. <laughs> hey, I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I have that feeling. You, do you remember when you two like did uh, you did your weight training together? Uh-huh. <laughs> just like that mental training together. <laughs> you two just actually study and work well together. You just like, oh okay. <laughs> All right, I can flex my mental muscles just as well as my physical ones. No, I agree. The brain is the best muscle, in my opinion. So many, so many wrinkles. The I don't best know. I'm brain particularly, I'm particularly. Uh, 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 fun of my deltoids, but uh, <laughs> Casey's not one hundred percent sure what those are. They just know that that's the name of a muscle. But I let th- me let me go to the magical Google. Of- <laughs> I think they're the ones in your shoulders. Anyway, yes, you, that is the shoulder muscle. Good job. Yeah, you're killing fucking- me. Oh, I'm pumping my fist right now, true Jersey style. Yeah. Very proud of myself. You too. You two are killing me. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I will deal with the pair of you um, before we we get to being interrupted. Um, cool. Uh, all right. You two are studying as a pair in the room of meetings. Um, okay. No longer the meditation. Squash, where are you headed to? No longer meditation. It is now officially the meeting room. Everyone is using it. Squash. I think um, Squash knows that... Uh, Raul wants to join him talking to Emil, so he's gonna go look for the book. Cool. Um, the book. Um, you find her in that kind of like foyer area of the temple uh, down here, and she is talking quite animatedly to Soren. And you can see that they are like they're t- they're not talking about anything serious. They're just having idle conversation and she seems very animated and he's got like there's a big smile on his face looking at her um and you can see claws is like padding around them occasionally just like you know nearby this is how you find them uh squash is gonna just walk up to them making sure that he's not walking around quietly does not need need or want to (laughs) startle anybody today and Mm -hmm. once he's close enough he's just gonna go like uh hey guys um oh actually finding both of you here is um fortuitous uh i've got a question oh you can like totally sit down and ask us we're just like chatting about idle things about like midwinter right uh what's up um so uh, weird question maybe but um i'm understanding correctly that you guys intend to become avatars of gods right uh, you see them kind of like looking at each other and they look back at you um, and she says, well, kind of, yeah. Um, is this a reversible thing? Oh, um, no. What happens? Uh, at least we kind of don't think so. What happens to you when you do it? Like you, you, the book. Um... So, I won't exist anymore. Won't exist how? Do you know what Soulfire is? How it works? The destruction of a soul to oblivion. Right. To carve off a piece of God and have them inhabit our bodies, it requires a soul. Requires Soulfire. I I thought you I thought you were going to be mortal avatars. My body, yeah. But basically uh, we're kind of like scooping out the inside of something and putting in a bit of god. Like we can't both inhabit it quite the same. Well, no, that's not strictly true. We kind of can, but we can't take the god off of this existence. Like that, that they can't leave. We can't slow the blissful eclipse down. 
we can't. We're just model, but guards can. They can slow it down enough for the... And like you can see that she's looking around, like making sure nobody's in earshot. So the Sentinels can do the thing and protect the world, but they can't do that unless we give them time. And we're hoping that we have enough time that this may not even be an option. Like we may not have to do this if the blissful eclipse arrives in, I don't know, 60, 70 days. We're hoping it's something we don't have to do, but if we do, then we're willing to do it. Um, so there's, what about like, 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 like Eyes of Grumsh, they've got a piece of Grumsh in them, but they're still alive. They still have their soul. Uh Uh-huh. But they're not. Like if, if we. If we're like hit that one in a hundred chance and our soul survives contact with soul fire, then yeah, we could probably share the same body. But the chances of that happening are, well, like one in a hundred, one in 50, one in 20. I don't know. It's not good. So there's, there's no way to remove a, a god from a host. To be honest, squash. I haven't really looked into it. I thought you knew everything. Yes. I know everything from anyone who has ever ever died. That's that's what I have. Like Titus has taught me the history of everyone who's ever experienced anything. We this is new. This is exciting. Do you know how cool it is to actually be involved in something that's so completely new that nobody knows anything about it? I mean, people will gossip about me. <laughs> I'm sure you will be talked about long after you're gone. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I make a really like strong impression on a lot of people. So I'm kind of hoping that's the case. But like, if I can do something that's like this, this would be. Well, one, it's kind of important because if we don't, then there's a chance the world won't survive anyway. So nobody be talking about us. But like, if we do this and I don't survive, then people will be talking about it, and maybe people will learn how to do new things because of it. Okay, well, I guess that's it then. What? What's it? There's no way to piece it back together once there's a there's a god in there. She kind of looks down a little bit, and then she kind of looks back up, and she says, "If for whatever reason we survive so far, I'm pretty sure the gods are gonna owe us." We'll just be something slightly different, I guess. And maybe we can talk the gods out of us, and maybe they're willing to let us go. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Ilmeda won't keep out of Sardar forever. And I actually, I don't know about Titus. Like, I think he kind of likes talking to people. Doom! Off right. in the distance. <laughs> uh, but, but didn't I see... Um, I think you may have misunderstood me earlier when I asked about the eyes of Grumsh. Right. They inhabit, Grumsh inhabits them, right? I'm not misunderstanding that. Yeah, they have like a way stronger bond with people. Like, yeah. there are some really high level warlocks, like, you know, kind of like Yeah, that, that, um, that's not and, soul fire, is it? No. So like really high level warlocks can sometimes be taken over by their gods, um, depending on, well, every... Every contract in a warlock contract is slightly different. Sometimes it's like, here's your standard. Hey, you give me power and I'll do stuff for you. And sometimes it's a little bit more than that. And I think that I'm I'm guessing, I think their relationship is a little different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's more, I guess, what I'm wondering. I'm not wondering about the, the end goal. Um, like... Is there a way for a warlock to like kick the god out? Like, is there a way to like, like when the <laughs> well, kind of yeah? Uh, so they can they can find a way to remove their warlock mark, or yeah, that's like one way. Or um, actually, you want to see if you can get Grumsh out of an eye of Grumsh. 
I have a very similar situation, and I'm just kind of curious if it's even possible. Okay, uh, I'm not going to lie. You don't have enough power to kick out whatever god is inhabiting you. Um, I don't know what kind of deal you made, but I, I can tell you just about <laughs> you don't really have enough of that power. But it is possible for a god to be removed from a warlock. Like, there are spells out there. It's not long-term. I mean, there's a dagger that will completely remove a mark, but that's a kind of like a hit-and-miss thing. And you can cast spells that would, like, banish gods. But it would only be, like, temporary until, like, they set their sights on their person again. What what spell is that? Are you into—I need you to roll a persuasion check. Oh, come on. I was sneaky enough. That's deception. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. I'll take deception. I'll take whatever you can argue in this moment. Thank you. Uh, not that advantage. Almost all that. That's a 15. Are you planning on interfering? Interfering with what? You know what? No, you're honestly going to Those need... are some very, very specific questions. Well, you're telling me that once you guys let a god in, there is no going back. After we become more avatars, it can be difficult and yeah. And it sounds like you two have made your decisions. You've made your choices. We all have. No, not everybody has made their choices. Some of us didn't have a choice, didn't get a choice. Some of us were put in a loose-loose situation. I... I won't help you do what I think you're going to do. I don't need your help. You don't. There are people around who know what you're looking for, but I can't be a part of that. Your mission is important, but so is ours. I don't doubt it. There's not a single part of me that doesn't believe that what you're doing is necessary or important. Then don't interfere. Hopefully what you have to do and what we have to do. Hopefully it won't come to that. Hopefully the Sentinels be able to put up this shell around the Earth, sorry, this shell around Bikron, Waycooker, hopefully before they even get here, but that's not a guarantee. And when it comes to it, you'll have a choice of letting a god in, right? Right. A choice. We all have that choice. Squash stands up. No. Not all of you have a choice. And he's going to walk away. Don't tell Ral, but I am going to do something very dangerous. And I know that I have Bogrim as my backup. I haven't forgotten that he killed me. I am not completely stupid. But I do have a meal and he knows what he is talking about. Now, it might be a little bit dangerous, but I do have people supporting me, apart from Bogram and Emil. It's King of Descopia and Lisa. They are they are patrons, but you are you are helping me to stay with Raoul. Thank you both for, you know, financing and supporting us like this. I appreciate it. But you could also find information on our website. Not not about my secret plan. Don't don't Raoul. He'll be very angry. I don't even know how. It, it doesn't matter. There are things on the website that you could go look at. It has a lot of information on there. It has information about the world. It has links to where you could buy t-shirts and stuff and hoodies. Yes, you could buy hoodies. Not Ral's hoodie, though. That is that is his hoodie. I, you can't buy that one. But there are pictures of Ral that you could put on a hoodie. That would be cool. I am going to have one made. Especially of Ral. I, I love Ral a lot. I think that is probably it. I mean, I'm a little bit worried about all of them. I mean, they're all about to go do something very big and brave and dangerous. And here I am just looking for ways to stay with Ral. Maybe I should be doing more things for the world. Well, Ral is my world, so. We'll see you soon. Don't worry about me, Ral. I'm going to be fine. 
Well, I, I could potentially reach out to her. Oh, now, Squash, it's very important you understand. We only have a certain amount of minutes on our plan. You can't waste them. No, 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 you hang up first. None of that. I've used two gigs of data. Raw, what did you use the two gigs on? We only have five gigs for a month. <laughs> Neo I'm listening to podcasts. Okay, never mind. That's fine. I was listening to something called The Lucky Die. It's really good. <laughs> Fucking plug within our show. But I'm not in it enough. <laughs> uh, I was listening to something called The Unfortunate Live. It's about a bunch of uh, humans in like a fantasy world with no magic. Oh. Um, and they're all... S- I've already played in that podcast. No, thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's like a kind of a boring show about people that meet up over digital means and they just talk. No, I mean, what is it's actually digital? the the most recent season's gotten really kind of crazy. I think it went a little off the rails. Uh, they dumped the shark, yeah, yeah. They really jumped the shark. It was everything was going pretty okay, but now there's like now it's like an apocalypse. I don't know what's going on in it anymore. <laughs> Oh, it's just like Elmo's Apocalypse in Apocalypse. I get it's it. Like, it's like an apocalypse, I, but they didn't decide on which one they wanted to write, so they just yeah. wrote a little bit of all of the books. <laughs> yeah, I find the the amount of apocalypses to happen at one t- time just to be absurd. I can't. I, wish, I don't buy it. I wish they had dedicated to one of the apocalypses. <laughs> get ready for a new blend of superhero action and drama. Hey everybody, this is Lauren from Nerds on a Roll, part of the Spark Network. We're a bunch of superhero geeks playing Masks, A New Generation, a game all about social drama and the stress of being a teenager with superpowers. (coughs) Meanwhile, in Halcyon City... I don't pretend to be a hero. They pay a price for their powers, and I don't want to pay my loved ones for my powers. I would gladly have given them back, but I have them now. I have to figure out something to do with them. Well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged back into the ring. Should have hung those gloves. I punched him in the face. (laughs) When I'm free from this place, I'm going to break you like a twig. By the time I've let you out of that tube, you won't have the will to do so. You can find Nerds on a Roll wherever you get podcasts, and make sure to rate and subscribe. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.